Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's hit it. Welcome to Alzheimer's Speaks Radio. I'm your host, Lori LeBay, and I'm so excited that you're joining us today. We are going to have a fascinating conversation, as usual, as we learn from people all around the world at all ages and stages of life. Stay tuned as we shift our dementia care from crisis to comfort. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Alzheimer's Speaks Radio. I'm Lori LeBay, and I'm thrilled that you're joining us today on Open Mic. All voices are welcome. So please feel free to call in at 323-870-4602. That's 323-870-4602. And I will pull you in as I can. We've got a few people in queue right now. Um, always exciting. I love hearing what everybody is up to. For those of you that are new to Alzheimer's Speaks, uh, we're an hour-long show. We are about sound information, not just sound bites. We like to hear from real people living in the trenches and dealing with dementia. If that is someone diagnosed, a family member, a professional, a researcher, an advocate, again, all are welcome. So um, feel free to call in if you'd like to join that conversation and tell us what you're up to or what you feel needs are that maybe aren't being met or what you're seeing that is working really well. Um, Everything, everything is open here. I also want to thank our listeners. Again, we would not be where we are in this battle against dementia if we didn't come together and collaborate and build a sense of community and comfort. So thank you for your likes, your clicks, and shares. As always, I want to give a few shout-outs. Um, uh, memory cafes, of course, I adore. I facilitate three, so I want to give those a plug. On Wednesdays, on the second and fourth Wednesday, I do a, um, a community here with Arthur Senior Care. Now, that is a virtual meeting, like most of them are these days with COVID. starts at 1 o'clock uh, Central Time, so that's 2 o'clock Eastern 12 Mountain and 11 Pacific. Anyone is welcome to join that. And then on the third Wednesday of each month, I'm facilitating a cafe with Artist Senior Living, and people are more than welcome to join that as well. Just reach out to me, or you can go to the Memory Cafe directory and then click on Cafe Connect to find all of the virtual tours, because maybe those dates and times don't work for you. Now, um, I do want to mention Coral Health. Coral Health is still allowing people during COVID to download their music apps, uh, which is Music First and Coral Faith 
for free. So check them out, CoralHealth, C-O-R-O Health.com. And um, I will, we'll, we're going to be talking with uh, several different people today. And uh, one of them is my partner in crime, who we developed Dementia Map, the Global Resource Directory. Another is uh, Loretta um, Woodward, and she is a fabulous, fabulous speaker. And then we have Jose, who is living with Parkinson's and has this fabulous group that he has pulled together and doing education. So I'm going to pull in Jose first. Uh, I just met him not too long ago on social media, and I've attended one of his uh, groups that he facilitates so far, and I've just been so impressed with what you're doing, Jose. Why don't you tell people a little bit about yourself and why you decided to uh, start a, a Facebook page and pull people together around the world? Uh, well, good morning, everybody. Thank you, Lori, for the invitation. I would like to share that. Um, I have Parkinson's diagnosis for 12 years. Uh, probably Parkinson has been in my body for before that. And then uh, I think uh, the the more uh, in our life, uh, people with Parkinson has been in depression. Depression is, is something like it's really hard to defeat. So so when you are in, in this situation, you are alone because nobody wanna understand how you feel. Nobody wanna understand what you wanna say, what you what you wanna do. So I turned, I went to Facebook looking for in Facebook and people like me. I want to see people with a, I want to see them. I, I want to see a real uh, people, people suffering with Parkinson every day. And then um, I noticed that Facebook, they have a group really close to. So let's see, you cannot say too much. You cannot say some words. You cannot say this. You cannot say that. Uh, so too much regulation. That, so I'm looking for something for free. And then it came my, my idea, create my own group which is the name is uh, Living with Parkinson Daily Live. And then uh, I started inviting people around the world. So now we are uh, almost like 330 members. And then uh, we have 87 members for uh, around the, the world for different countries, uh, Europe, uh, England, UK, uh, Australia, Denmark, uh, New Zealand. We have South America, Chile, Peru. We have Central America, Salvador. Guatemala, Honduras. Uh, of course, we have a lot of members for for, for America, right? For for USA, different states. And then uh, in this group, um, you are able to post whatever you want. We have only one rule, which is respect. Does uh, mean if I post something like, um, let's see an example. I like potatoes, right? But potatoes healing me. If you don't like my idea, just keep it for the next one. You don't have to argue with me. You need to respect what I believe. In the same way, we went that way. And then it's a fantastic, fantastic group. It is a, the, 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 the group is so, so healed, it's so, it's so peaceful. There's no argument, there's no contradiction. It is people feel free. And the other thing that we do is that we, we invite people in to uh, advertise, advertise what they do. We have writers, we have poets, we have therapists, we have doctors, we have uh, nurses, we have uh, care, caregivers, uh, we have uh, people around the world, they do different things, and they, they post in our group. And 
So also we meet Saturdays. We meet Saturday because I want to see them and I want to I want them to get out the the dark world they live. People with Parkinson we live in, in in a closed world only for us. We are afraid to go out. We are afraid. To, we are ashamed to go out. Uh, uh, we feel like nobody understands. So we create a uh, way to communicate communication by Zoom. So um, we meet Saturdays. So I can see them, and they can see me, and they can see each other. So how people will look like? And they will look great, <laughs> really awesome. So, so I think I, 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 what are we doing? It is amazing because uh, we can go out and we, then we can show the world that we are people, normal people. We are mm-hmm. people that we take care of before now than before. So I think it's amazing what we're doing. Well, it really is. I You invited me to one of your groups on Saturday. And again, the group is called Living with Parkinson's Daily on Facebook. So you can look that up. Um, but they meet Saturdays at 12 Eastern, 11 uh, Central, 10 Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific time. And I was introduced to uh, Richard Underwood over in the in the U.K., um, and I'm going to end up having him on the radio show because I was just fascinated by the work he is doing and the advocacy and the company that he's working with that's got some real cool um, alternative um, applications that can really help people not freeze up and um, move around a little bit better. And I just, I'm, I'm really excited to have them on the show. So thank you for the work that you're doing. And I really would encourage people to check out your group. Again, that's um, living with Parkinson's on, uh, let's see, living with Parkinson's daily on Facebook. And um, yep. and you know, check out uh, the conversations. I think you'll be amazed at the people that you meet around the world. And, you know, just having that support and connection is so, so important to everybody. You know, we all want to feel apart and um, not feel isolated. And you facilitate the group nicely where people feel comfortable in terms of talking and um, and participating. So um, thank you for the work that you're doing. Anything else that you wanted to share with us right now, Julio? Uh, not just uh, send a, a message to the world. Uh, they're not alone. Uh, we are a big family. Uh, we're all together in the same battle every day because people with Alzheimer's, um, dementia, uh, dystonia, Parkinson. I think it's, a, it's only one problem in our brain. And then uh, I think uh, the message is we're not alone. We're not alone, and then uh, we speak the same language. So come on, come on, whatever you are hiding yourself, and then we are for you. We are for you for 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 working to our family and show you that we are alive. So so we're not dead. We're not sentenced. So we have a lot of fun that we can do still. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for calling in. You're you're free to stay on the line um, if you'd like, or if you just want to listen offline, um, that is fine as well. And I'm going to go ahead and pull uh, Loretta into the conversation. Again, Julio, thanks so much for uh, joining us today. And who knows, maybe we'll have somebody else from your your group call in as well. Um, Loretta is a dear friend. I had the honor of, of meeting her in person in, in one meeting with this woman's not enough, but her energy flies off the page on <laughs> her social media and her connections. She is one of the most energetic and loving, compassionate people that I have ever met. And that's saying a lot. So welcome, Loretta. How are you doing? 
I'm great, Lori. Thanks for having me. How are you? I am doing good. I wanted you are you are doing so many things. Why don't you tell people a little bit about um, what got you into this space and what all you're up to? Because you're doing some really cool stuff. <laughs> Thanks so much. Well, let's see. So my mom was diagnosed uh, with dementia in 2006. So it seems like such a long time ago. So we're going into our fifteenth uh, year. So. Um, you learn a lot of lessons during that time. So that's how I got into the space. But the reason I'm sort of doing all this activism right now is because um, I was so lost at the beginning and, you know, unprepared and you feel, you know, alone, as Julia said. So it's, um, you know, I think it just depends on how you deal with that. And so I knew I couldn't be the only one feeling that way. So I started to just research everything I could about um, dementia and Alzheimer's and uh, just kind of poured myself into it so I could be the, you know, best caregiver slash advocate for my mom as possible. That eventually led to the book Being My Mom's Mom, which originally came out in 2013. And that really did I think give a lot of um, knowledge and inspiration to the folks who were reading it, and that book led to a pretty nice speaking career. I worked full time too, so the speaking career was <laughs> on the side, uh, which which took all the energy that you're talking about. But it was amazing meeting people. Um, you know, just like Julio said, you want to see people who were in the same situation as you. So I met fellow, you know, adult children of parents with Alzheimer's and spouses and siblings. And, you know, everybody's just hugging like, you know, you've known each other forever because, you know, just watching the devastation of your loved one not remembering who you are and that kind of thing. So I tried to prepare people for that because until you've lived it, um, it's uh, really something. And so as time went on, uh, I published uh, two other books. The first, Refreshment for the Caregiver Spirit, is pretty much like it sounds. My mother's favorite word is refreshment. <laughs> no matter where we went, she would always say <laughs> Where are the refreshments? I'm like, oh, my. So refreshment being something that, you know, kind of feed your soul and then caregiver spirit. I want to uplift people on the bad days. So that book is a, a collection of photographs that my husband, Tim, and I took around the world. And uh, it's really amazing. The printer that they use to print this book, the, the photos are stunning. There's some from Switzerland and national parks in the U.S. and, you know, just all kinds of places that we've been. And so um, I added some motivational sayings to them. And interestingly, you meet a lot of negative people or, you know, in this sort of space because, you know, some people are really negative about the disease, which is understandable, but other people are really negative about, you know, how you're caring for your loved ones. So a lot of people's favorite photo in refreshment for the caregiver spirit is we went on a hot air balloon ride over Dubai. So it's all this sand, and I took a picture of the balloon in front of us, and I wrote the caption that says, encourage the negative people in your life to fly away. How's that? And so everybody that has has negative comments about how you're caring for your loved one or, you know, just anything like that, I try to get rid of all of the – negativity. You know, we don't have time for negativity. You're trying to empower and lift up your loved one with this disease. And so there's all kind of, you know, really great 
sayings to that. And, and I get so many emails from people that say, oh, I looked through the book today and it was just what I needed. And I was having a really bad day with dad or, you know, whomever. So that, that really is encouraging for me. And then the last book was Colors Flowing from My Mind, which is a coloring book that mom and I did together. And it's so simple. I just used Microsoft Word Shapes to create these big geometric shapes because my mom had gotten to the point in her disease where she could no longer color in the little teeny lines. You know, she had lost a lot of that dexterity in her in her fingers. And so this has a big open space that's really cool for little kids who haven't learned to stay in the lines yet. And then, you know, older folks who are trying desperately to, you know, stay within the lines. So I call it an intergenerational coloring book. So mom picked the... Uh, the 30 designs that are in the book, which is really cool. And so I put her picture on the back of the book with mine. And the funniest thing happened with that, um, just at one of our outdoor visits at the group home where she lived you know, a couple months ago, she was having a really lucid moment. So she's looking at the back of the book. I don't know why. And <laughs> she looks at our pictures and she says, what are you doing on the back of my book? You know, really exasperated. <laughs> Like, look, girl, you wouldn't even have a book if it wasn't for me. So I, mean, it's, it's, I try to, you know, just seize all of those funny moments because she could be a stand-up comedian, you know, she didn't have dementia. And, um, and so it's, I think the three books and all the speaking engagements, it's just introduced me, as you were saying earlier, Lori, there's so many amazing people out on social media, LinkedIn, you connect to all these people who have ideas and all of that. So I'm in a really... I think really cool space with it. You have people that you can connect with and ask questions and answer questions too. Somebody will mm-hmm. say, oh, mom was up all night. I don't know what to do. And then you throw a couple of suggestions in there and then they write back the next day. Oh, that works. She slept all night. You want to feel like you're helping someone. And I think that's one of the things that the, you know, the three books have been able to do. And then me being, you know, engaged in some of, you know, some of the group's that, um, you know, I've gotten just as much support from as I have given. So, um, you know, you really can't do this disease alone. So I'm happy to be out there with things that I think will help other people. Well, you know, your books are absolutely fantastic. And I, and I, I, I mean, I just love the way you share your personal stories and continue to with your mom. And you're always looking for, you know, what's the beauty in the moment, no matter what it is. Right. And then you you always um, state your gratitude, you know, even if it's been a harried yes. moment that you went through. And I think that that is one of the most important lessons that that we can apply throughout our life is that everything happens for a reason and there is always gratitude, but you're not going to find it if you don't look for it. And, you know, That's what correct. are you, what are you thankful for? And to state that out loud. Um, so it's not even, I mean, it's good to state it to yourself, but when you say loud, um, I, it, it's just so powerful. It, it, you know, it helps other people go, gosh, I could do that too. You know, I should do that too. Absolutely. Because it, it, you know, it just helps everybody. And I love that you stated that you, you learn just as much and get just as much um, as, as you give out there. I think that that is really Definitely. powerful too. And I always tell people, I'm going to steal this idea. At least I tell them up front, oh, I love that idea. I'm going to use that. And then I try to, you know, in in my presentations, I always give them credit for, you know, my friend Lori told me this and this really worked. And so you want to share. You don't want to, nobody's a know-it-all about this thing. So you want to be, I'm just as grateful for all of the, 
you know, lessons that I've learned from others as I am for some of the trial and error things that, you know, that we had to do, especially for someone, you know, as my mom was going, you know, moving between the stages. I didn't know anything about, you know, the vocabulary words that would be lost as she moved into the middle stages and things and how not to, for example, finish her sentences, you know, which mm-hmm. is so tempted to do when they can't find the right word. So just strategies that as things change, you, you need, but you haven't learned those lessons yet. So that's where I think the real beauty of it is, you know, just like Julia was saying, as the disease, you know, Parkinson's progresses too, there are all kinds of changes, but you still want to, you know, engage and interact. Now, you are also uh, just kind of a Lego master, and you're doing some (laughs) caregiving classes with Lego. So you have to tell, she's just a fabulous speaker and trainer, and she's very creative. So tell us about about this this, uh, program that you've developed. Absolutely. So um, Mom and I always played with Legos when I was a kid. I couldn't go out much in the summer. I had a lot of allergies. So I was in the house a lot. And I really didn't know back then how much Legos cost. So she spent a fortune keeping me in, in Legos. And, but we didn't do the sets that much. We just did the regular pieces. And she taught me that I could be anything that I wanted to be, that I could build anything that I wanted to be. And when she was diagnosed with dementia, I was like, wow, this is something. And you know, I was always using Lego bricks in my, I've always been a trainer. Most of my career, my 30-year career in, in the security industry, I've done a lot of training for security and law enforcement folks. And I've always used like the Lego um, police cars and, you know, fire trucks and all that to do what they call tabletop exercises for emergency situations. And they learned a lot from the little, using the little Lego people and evacuating and all kinds of stuff. And And then I decided to use that in the dementia space, particularly after 2014 when mom no longer knew who I was because I noticed that she still had that love of Lego. She didn't have a clue who I was, but she was she could build a mighty house, you know, with the Lego bricks. <laughs> so, so that blank stare would go away. That's what had me hooked. You know, they sit there with that blank stare, which, oh, I just can't tolerate. So that's why I, I keep her so engaged. But I noticed when I got the Legos out, she would just come alive. And it was funny because one of the times when the New York Times came, you know, they sent a photographer to take pictures and, and do that. And he had been in the house, you know, at least 45 minutes or so. And, you know, she was doing other things. And he said, well, let's see the Legos. And so I get the Lego bricks out, and she starts to put the pizza together. And then she notices this man is in the house with her. So she says, oh, hello, like he had just gotten there. And she's been there for 45 minutes. That shows you how alert they made her. So, and and I just played along with it as it went. So at first she could build a lot of things on her own. And then as she started to lose that, I built her all kinds of um, Lego fidget toys, the little Lego spinners. I used all the bright colors to make things that she could twist and turn and pull. It was so cool. And, you know, it really got a lot of attention. I show them in a lot of my presentations. I do something called engaging presentations for every Alzheimer's stage. And so, Um, Early on in my career, I I had always wanted to to become, I'm not a master builder. I I appreciate the credit you give me, but I just love them. (laughs) You are to me. I did get a, I guess I did get a, um, what we call, I'm a trained facilitator in something called Lego Serious Play. And it helps um, 
different uh, organizations learn how to communicate more effectively and share information and things like that. And it is it really can change behavior at work. So I, I started doing those sessions. But this year, 2021, with all the nightmare that we have lived through with the pandemic, I wanted to re-energize caregivers. Some caregivers have been locked in with their loved ones since. And I'm like, we need some fun. Let's play with some stuff. So the I, I just did the Lego serious play methodology a little bit and just did a couple of, designed a couple of courses for caregivers. And so the principles stay the same. You, you, um, you pose a question or, or a situation and then you have them build to that and then everybody shares what they built. And then as, as the facilitator, at the end, I reflect. So I call the first session I created re with re in parentheses, rebuilding joy. Because, mm-hmm. you know, COVID snatched so much from us. They couldn't go to adult daycare anymore. And so the, some of the caregivers didn't have that free time to catch their breath while their loved ones at adult day. Now everybody's in that same house. You got kids and grandparents and everybody locked in. And so I thought the course, you know, rebuilding joy with some Lego bricks would, you know, would be fun. So I'm doing that. So my goal for 2021 is to erase 2020 and then focus a lot on the caregivers. So my hope for this year is to um, go to some support groups and things and just distribute the Legos and let us build to our little heart's content. It's amazing. What I think surprises people, Lori, is how not only um, much fun it is, it's powerful because I think some people have not thought about the emotions that they're feeling. So if I ask you to build what has been stealing your joy, People come up with all kinds of things, and they might cry as they're telling the story. I used to be able to go out with mom and take her here and there, and then COVID came, and we couldn't do that anymore. And the stories people tell that they're holding in their hand, this thing that they built, a shut door or, you know, flowers wilting because they couldn't go to the garden down the road or wherever. And so, you know, just the powerful stories that they tell, they may not have otherwise told without that Lego exercise. It would not have come up, I guess, in normal conversation. So that's my goal for this year, to take the Legos out. And Lego, um, the Lego Corporation makes a bag of bricks that are sealed and for this Lego serious play um, stuff. And what's cool about that is if people are actually using those packages, you may remember I did a pilot course with some of my Facebook friends who are caregivers, and they were so helpful. I mailed the little sealed bricks, and what was so cool and the the powerful message in it is everybody in that case has the same 54 bricks, yet what they build are so totally different from each other. And that's key in work organizations because, you know, sometimes everybody has the same tools, but you can see that nobody thinks the same, and the Legos really bring that out. And so, um, so that's what I'm doing. I've always been a fan of the Lego Serious Play and taking it to organizations. But this time, I want to work just with caregivers and with assisted living and memory care staffs because I've always taught some uh, my give back to the community. I've always done some free Lego art classes with folks that have dementia. I've always done that in a variety of places. If they ask me to come in, I've always done that for free. But now I'm going to move it to, you know, maybe educating some of the assisted living staffs and memory care folks to, you know, just get them, you know, 
what what does home, if you had to build the ideal home, if you were putting your loved one in a place, what would you build? What would it include? And then get them to talk to that. And I'm hoping that it will be pretty powerful. We'll see. I love that. I mean, it's just so many things can be therapeutic for us. And a lot of times we overlook it. Uh, Sometimes it can just be, like you said, a simple question of, you know, what do you miss or what do you appreciate? What are you thinking about? And, you know, we stuff so much stuff um, unconsciously. And then all of a sudden it's like, it comes out. (laughs) And, And, you know, when you're giving care, sometimes it, it does come out in powerful ways in tears or anger or joy, whatever Mm -hmm. it might be. And it can be overwhelming and people might look at you like, well, what's going on there? And it's like, well, if you, if you are another person caring for someone else, you get it because you've been there. And so, you know, you're doing this in a, in a safe place. Well, I, I just appreciate all that you do. And I'm, I'm so thrilled too, that you are part of dementia map uh, because more, more and more people need to know about your work because you are, like I said, so authentic and so open, um, so comfortable to talk to. You just embrace everybody where they're at and just make mm-hmm. the journey a little bit easier. So thank you so much for, for what you. you're doing. Thank so, you for having me as always. Yeah, and I would encourage people to check you out um, on your website or you can find Loretta also on Dementia Map. And um, check out some other things that we have going on there as well. Do you want to give people your website, Loretta? Sure. It's Loretta, L-O-R-E-T-T-A. And my last name is Vini, V like Victor, E-N-E-Y.com. So LorettaVini.com. Wonderful. Well, thank you for taking time with us today. And you're more than welcome to, to stay online. I am going to go yeah, and pull in, in Dave here. Thank you. So Dave is my uh, partner in crime uh, in, in developing uh, Dementia Map, the global resource directory. But for those of you that don't know, Dave is also the man behind the memory cafe directories for five different countries. Um, he is just a, a joy to work with, and I, I'm just thrilled to be partnering with him on Dementia Map. So welcome, Dave. How are you doing today? Thank you, Lori. I'm doing great. Well, good, good. What? Why don't you tell us what's new uh, with uh, both the Memory Cafe and Dementia Map? Yeah, this uh, this would be a great opportunity. You know, Dementia Map has been uh, has been live now for a couple of months, so it it's a, a good opportunity to uh, to provide maybe some quick stats as to what uh, where we're at with the project. Um, we of course launched on November 10th. Um, Already we have, uh, when I was preparing for this, uh, I found we had 89 different resource listings already. And uh, while, uh, while on the, the phone here with you, we had another one come in. So we had, we're at 90 now. Uh, <laughs> Great. Yeah, it's, it's good. They just keep coming in every day. Uh, we're currently represented uh, with resource listings uh, in five countries. We're in the U.S., Canada, the United Kingdom, Australia and and Norway. Uh, this so this truly is a, a global resource directory that uh, you know that we've we've created. Uh, since we started, we've had over sixteen thousand page visits. So people have viewed sixteen viewed pages uh, over sixteen thousand times, and these visits have come from over thirty seven countries 
already. So not only are we uh, sharing resources in a number of countries, we're, we're getting people looking for resources from, from all over the world. And it's very rewarding to see that happen. Uh, what, I, what I thought I'd do is uh, maybe just give you uh, uh, some, some brief examples of the kinds of resources that are out here. And of course, with Loretta here, this will be a, a great opportunity to use her as a victim. Oh, I mean, a resource, <laughs> uh, an example. But uh, of course, you know, Lori, you Alzheimer Speaks is part of uh, uh, part of Dementia Map, and, and certainly all of your activities, uh, Dementia Chats, and and just the the whole gamut. Uh, as you mentioned, Memory Cafe Directory, that's represented on there as well. Uh, we did make the the strategic decision early on that uh, while we wouldn't actually uh, list Memory Cafes on Dementia Map. Uh, and instead, list, keep them listed in the Memory Cafe directory as a as a very focused point. Uh, we're already seeing some wonderful activity ideas uh, being brought forward for Dementia Map that people can use in Memory Cafes. So it's uh, it's really become uh, uh, multiversed with respect to all the different kinds of resources. And this might be a good a good opportunity to maybe use Loretta as an example. Uh, you know, with each uh, resource listing that we put on Dementia Map, uh, we allow a number of categories from which the uh, the person can choose to be represented. So for Loretta, for example, to give you just an idea of the kinds of, of uh, categories that we have, and, it, and there are over 140 of them, so uh, this is just a few, but Loretta has chosen to be represented in these five, best practices, uh, dementia types and symptoms, engagement techniques, relaxation and meditation, and small group home. So it gives you a little bit of a sense of what kinds of uh, flavors are brought to bear uh, on uh, inside the directory. But let me just give you a few examples of, of some that, uh, that are in there, and, and it'll give you an idea as well as not just the variety of categories, but certainly the variety of resources, and, and just give you, you know, four or five here. Uh, you've mentioned on your show many times the footbar walker. This is a, a wonderful piece of equipment that uh, uh, that are that's helping many people. Uh, for them, they have um, uh, they have chosen accessibility, balance and mobility, exercise and fitness in the education area, fall prevention and reduction, health and wellness also in the education area, medical safety and therapeutic tools. So you can see that the, the ways in which people can search are almost endless um, in that it really just depends on what is needed and there's a really good chance people will find what they need in any of these categories. Uh, another uh, organization, the Alzheimer's Research and Prevention Foundation, this is a, an online brain longevity uh, therapy training. And these are, this is a research-based certification program that they offer. Uh, another is Seni uh, Products, the TZMO USA. They offer incontinence and skin products. So there's a, a variety of things there. One thing I'm I might gonna, note. And, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, oh go I, was ahead, just gonna, I, I was just going to say that that company, uh, just to let you know, they are based in, in uh, Poland, actually, is, is where the mother company is. And um, Deanna is based here in Florida, but they also, you know, one of the things that, that some of the listings have is a, is a free giveaway. And so with CINE, they are out to change how people view incontinence. 
and um, they really want to have this this freedom. And I was going to mention them actually because we're going to be doing a show uh, coming up in the next month where we're going to be talking about travel made easier using incontinence. Uh, products along with uh, some other support services that Deanna has uh, wrangled together. But you can also download and get some free products from their site, which is really nice too to have that have that offering, which is sweet. Um, you know, when people aren't quite sure and they don't really know if they want to invest in a whole big batch, you know, they can get some free samples too. So I think that's one another nice thing that is an offering on the site for people. Perfect. You beat me to the punch. I was about to mention the free sample. <laughs> and, and actually, you know, that, that's really important because what, what we're starting to find with other organizations that are represented, uh, and the free samples here is a, is a perfect example of uh, the organizations that are on Dementia Map. They want to be here. They, they're here for the right reason. And as you just perfectly said, they want to help. They want to change things. But what I'm also seeing is uh, other groups specifically offering discounts and special offers to the, their fellow members of the Dementia Map community. So if you mm -hmm. happen to be visiting uh, and looking for a resource, uh, you could possibly get a discount from one of, these, from one of these, uh, uh, these other resources because they want to be here. They want to help the visitors, and oftentimes they'll provide a discount. So that's, that's a I'm happy to see that as kind of a growing trend with a, a lot of these uh, a lot of these listings. Yeah, so that's fantastic. Probably the, the, oh, yeah, the last two I'll mention full um, of a couple of nonprofit organizations. Uh, we have uh, uh, we have groups that are starting to come in now that uh, that are from the nonprofit community, and uh, and you know there's there's valuable resources to be to be had uh, from profit to nonprofit. And the, the focus is, uh, is, of course, on helping the dementia community. But it's interesting to see the, the varied ways that uh, the nonprofit community uh, is, is helping as well. For example, one is uh, uh, Dementia Together. This is a nonprofit in Colorado. They have a wealth of programs from classes to virtual care partner uh, support groups. Uh, of course, many things are virtual these days. They offer virtual memory cafes. They're, they have some listed in memory cafe directory. They provide family consultations and so forth. It, it, it's just a, a, you know, a wonderful wealth of, of support that they offer. Another nonprofit is Project Lifesaver International. Equally valuable, just a whole different focus. What they do is they support the law enforcement and the fire and rescue community, and certainly family caregivers, uh, with, with a program that helps them locate and, and safely and quickly uh, locate uh, those who might be prone to wandering. And of course, the dementia community, that is that's an important factor. Uh, so while they're also a nonprofit like Dementia Together, they offer a completely different set of resources. So that, I think, would be a couple of good examples, a, a handful of good examples of just the, the breadth of, of uh, resources that are becoming available. And as I mentioned earlier, uh, we, we get new ones every day. Um, and, uh, and it just keeps getting better day by day. Yeah, I want to add on to um, a couple of things that you said. Um, one, I thought it was really important, important when we put this together was to be able to um, have a place for those charitable organizations, because so many people don't know how many charitable organizations there are in the variety in which they serve. 
And so I think that that's extremely, extremely important and will be beneficial for a lot of people. There are also things yeah. on here um, like uh, smart adaptive clothing, which, you know, was a, a, a startup a few years ago. This is a woman who I had met um, when I was out speaking. And she's just done a marvelous job. Nancy started this company because her dad ended up living in a community and they wanted him in sweatpants because that was easier to get him in and out and dressed. And she's like, my dad's always worn a suit and, you know, and things. So she started a business like so many when they've been touched by this disease to, to make a difference and make it easier for people. We also have, um, the All's authors on, which have like 250 authors that you can access, and they've broken it down to different categories. They also have a podcast, um, which is great. We have Moss Walls, which just uh, started with us, um, and Al uh, Brenner has developed this incredible, beautiful Moss Wall, but it actually cleanses the air. And I think this is just really fascinating for something that could be really helpful in terms of you know, the COVID because it's airborne and all of those types of things. And Maria's place that has so many free activities that people can tap into with shopping lists and they can get videos of, of how to adapt a particular activity from, from a craft to meditation to exercise, um, so many things. And we can't forget you know, we've got a lot of people with dementia that have wonderful resources like Truthful Loving Kindness, Dr. Uh, Jennifer Butte over in the UK, um, Kelly, um, Kelly Boone down in Florida. We've got uh, Lisa Head. We've got Dementia Mentors where people can sign up and actually be mentored by another person with dementia. Um, Norms McNamara that started the Purple Angel Project. Um, uh, so many cool, cool things. And in fact, um, one I was going to mention too is Denzio, which is a French company that will be coming on shortly. Uh, I just interviewed them. They have brain games that is really cool. That's an app and it's intergenerational. So you can do it with kids and then there's, you know, for normal aging and then people with cognitive ability uh, difficulties as well. Um, and your, your life talks with uh Jolene Hill that gets us talking about our life stories and then also our future planning, planning the best we can for what happens in uh, health situations and having us talk about some of those hard conversations uh, that we have. We've got the Dementia Friendly Airport Working Group that has done amazing things and is a collaboration. Uh, it actually started in, in Roseville, Minnesota through the Roseville Alzheimer's and Dementia Community Action Team, but it has grown to be an international group that is making huge strides in terms of changing how we travel. In fact, they just posted a blog post on, um, on the sunflower lanyard that's being used in many airports, and now we're trying to get that into businesses to make it you know, safer and easier for people to be able to move around or Kevin Driscoll, who happens to be an entertainer, a musical ventriloquist, there is no limit to what is important and what is a resource um, because everybody is looking for different things. Now, Dave, the other thing that I really want, want you to touch on is the um, 
the events calendar, you know, I always pitched it to people that, you know, it's everything from an international conference to an ice cream social in a community, which we're, again, we're not doing a whole lot of, but um, Project Lifesaver is going to be having a, a conference in August. I'm sure they'll be posting on there. I'm working with uh, some international people that are having a conference in March, and um, I'm just waiting for some information to be able to post that. Um, so many different events can be posted on here. Um, it, it's just a spectacular thing. So why don't you talk a little bit more about the calendar and, and how that is, is structured as well. Because to me, this was a really important piece that we added to the dementia oh, map. Oh, you bet. You know, the, there, as you just expanded on, on all of the kinds of things that, uh, uh, that we offer through Dementia Map, uh, the resources that people can, uh, from which they can benefit, they, they come in many different packages. And of course, an event is one kind of package that, uh, you know, pre-COVID people used to go to events. I remember those days. Um, <laughs> but but everything is, is online now, so you, it doesn't have to be uh, down the road or a, a quick airplane ride or, you know, it, it can be anywhere. And, uh, and what we're seeing on the calendar is, uh, and it's growing um, pretty dramatically just over the last few weeks, people are getting engaged in, in uh, uh, the, the event planning. They're getting them posted far enough in advance where, you know, there's, there's some visibility on the calendar. As you mentioned, there's, there's some coming up in future months. So the calendar is expanding. And uh, you know, one, one evidence uh, of that is when we started, we started with uh, uh, showing the, 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 next, um, the next event on the sidebar, kind of a quick little uh, ticker as far as what's coming next. That quickly expanded to the next three events. And just the other day, I've now expanded that to the next five events because we just have so many coming up that uh, it adds a little visibility. What's nice about the event calendar is uh, you can just hover over the, uh, the calendar and look at the, uh, the titles that are, that are out there. It pops up a little window with a, with a picture and the, the, the title of that particular event. And if you click through, it's a complete detailed listing of what that event is all about. And again, 99.99% of them these days are, are all virtual. But with, with a, just an easy browse and then click through, you can see in detail, it's, it looks very much like a resource directory listing, uh, the profile that you'd see for, for any one of the companies or services, and, uh, and read through what this, this event has to offer. Uh, there's contact information. It, it gives you an easy way to reach out and, uh, and find out how to register and, and participate in these, these events. And I'm just thrilled to see there's more and more being added all the time. Yeah, well, in in one of our our um, big fish that we landed here, we're so thrilled to partner with uh, Tipa Snow, and the Positive Approach Organization because uh, you know they're they're on there and they do a lot of different activities and I know that they're in the process of of kind of onboarding with that and you know companies like Home Instead, so big and small, everybody um, you know is welcome to be part of Dementia Map and there are. You know, just as a disclosure, there are different levels of participation from a free listing because we didn't want a resource to be unseen and unnoticed because someone doesn't have a budget 
or, you know, um, because everything is of value. Everything that is shared, this is, you know, a true kind of community-based thing um, to to organizations that do have the budgets. But we wanted things to be kind of leveled out so that, you know, like when you go to Google, you get everybody who's advertising first. And sometimes you never get to wonderful resources because you you got sold out. And we didn't want that to happen here on, on um, Dementia Map. We wanted you to be able to search for a listing by your location, um, by any keyword, or by one of you know our 140 subcategories or our seven main categories. Um, or you can just kind of scroll through them. And then to have this events calendar to really be able to see what's going on. And I think it'll help not only the public at large, um, both families and uh, those with dementia and professionals, but from a business standpoint, for people to plan when are they going to have an event and who's their competition and timing, all of those types of things come into play. And it'll be a way, hopefully, organizations will be able to cut back on their, their budgets because I know they're so tight, especially with covid um, and to be able to make it easier to have a, a bigger reach and yet a more distinct niche reach with that. So um, anything else that we we should share um, regarding the yes. map? Uh, yeah, one other point on the on the events calendar, you know, with everything being pretty much everything being virtual right now, uh, we we have a, a way for visitors to look at at uh, whether any of whether they want to look at virtual events or in-person events. And of course, everything is virtual, but the flexibility is there for when we do get to the point where we can start to have in-person events again, uh, come on vaccine. Uh, that, that is something that uh, we've, we've baked into this to where we can expand the, just the generic in-person kinds of events and start to maybe show by state uh, might be a good way to, to start that off so that people can search if they specifically want to uh, find an event in their state, then they can they can search by state, or they can look at everything. You know that's fine mm-hmm. too. So we have some some tricks up our sleeve for the future uh, with respect to how this can evolve, and and we fully expect to to use that. But basically, I would just maybe end with, uh, you know, if you are someone that that has the need for any kind of supported supportive resource in the dementia community. Uh, definitely come to dementiamap.com and uh, and just see what we offer. And, and if it if if what's there isn't quite right for you at the time, come back again because as as I mentioned earlier, we're we're getting new listings every day, and you've seen you've heard about some of the variety of of these things that are coming in. So please check back with us and, and keep visiting because uh, this will continue to get bigger and better uh, as time goes on. And if you happen to be a company or an, or an individual that offers any sort of product or service for the dementia community. Uh, this is, this is a, a great way to, uh, to share that uh, with people who are specifically look, looking for those kinds of resources. So I'd encourage you to visit too and just see what we can offer with respect to uh, expanding your brand visibility through, uh, through listing on the site. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, it's exciting. And like you said, it changes, you know, basically on a daily basis with with what there is to offer. And don't be shy about, you know, sharing this with 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 others as well. Everyone is welcome from, you know, around the world. Our, 
our whole goal is to lift people up and and make just make the journey easier. Just make the journey easier. Well, Dave, thanks for joining us. I want to jump back to Julio. He's still on the line here. And just see, we've got um, about nine minutes left. Julio, anything else that you want to add after uh, listening to all of this? And maybe there was something we forgot to talk about or uh, basically, uh, I want to say thank you, you, Lori. I think what you're doing is really important. I think what you're doing is amazing. And I really appreciate what you're doing. And then uh, I think uh, all the people that listen right now are going to be agree with me on that. And then uh, one more time, the message is for, for everybody. We are not alone. You are not alone. We speak the same language. If you say to me, you are you hers, I know what you're talking about. You say you are, you are in pain, you say you are in pain. I know what I'm talking about because I've had the same pain before. So sometimes it's more easy to communicate between us instead of communicate with the doctors. Sometimes we need to explain our or try to explain the doctor or try to convince your friends or your family what kind of pain do you have, how you feel. So when you speak with somebody that has the same situation, almost the same situation that you are, it's more easy. So alone is hard. Maybe, you, maybe you're going to make it, but it's going to be hard. So if we do together, mm-hmm. it's going to be more easy because we push one out, one push each other. We have an amazing, around the world, we have an amazing people doing fantastic with, with Parkinson. I'm impressed. We have we have members with uh, 82, 42 years uh, with Parkinson. We have members with a uh, 50 year with Parkinson. So the, the experience that they have is amazing. It's amazing. Basically, we are the data. We are the data the doctor collect to for me, the, the resource. So we are the one who need to come together. And then, uh, by the way, this, this group is open for, for all members. Uh, we have uh, people with assignment to the main chair. So we are, we're in the same barrel. We're in the same same package every day. So thank you, Lori. Thank you very much for inviting me. And then um, I really appreciate what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. And again, you can connect with Julio on Facebook by going to Living with Parkinson's Daily. Um, Loretta, I want to go back to you and just see if there was anything else that you wanted to to add um, after um, hearing, you know, what what Dave had to say and Julio, or maybe that you thought of something you wanted to tell the audience as well. Well, thanks, Lori. I um just want to commend all the work you and Dave have done on the dementia map. I think it is, you know, kind of one-stop shop for, you know, all things dementia. So it's great to be able to, you know, have a another resource where you can, you know, jump on and, you know, quickly find something that you need. So, you know, I, I think um, particularly people who are working with the later stages of the disease, I think it's, it's hard to find lots of time to get online and search around for different stuff. But if people know, uh, oh, what was that thing? Dementia map. Yeah, they can jump on there and, and kind of see. So I think, you know, it's such a, a great resource. And I um, you know, just applaud you both for making things easy for us on the user end. So um, that's why I just want to commend it to people to make sure they take advantage, you know, of whatever plan, you know, fits them best. Great. And do you want to give yourself a plug for your website one more time? Sure. It's uh, LorettaVeny.com, L-O-R-E-T-T-A-V-E-N-E-Y. So look forward to hearing from you. Wonderful. And I do want to mention, too, with Dementia Map, there's no signing in. So this is totally free for any user to 
you know, kind of scrub through things, you know, at their leisure 24-7. You don't have to sign up for a membership. You don't have to give any personal information. Our goal is to connect people in need with services they deserve to know about. And from there, they can go ahead and um, and make their decision. So thank you, everyone, for just a, a lovely, lovely conversation. And I hope people found this helpful. I want to try to do these more often, having these open mics, because I just think that they're, they're brilliant conversations. I'm going to wrap up with us just listening to the Foot Bar Walker. In the meantime, everybody have a wonderful week. Tomorrow, we will be having a show on caring and coping during the pandemic, which is part of a series. This will be the third out of eight. And then on Thursday, uh, we'll be having a show on Your Life Talks uh, with Jolene Hill, which is about um, getting people's life stories out. It's on an app where you can do cards and then getting us to talk about what our future wants and needs are as, as life moves forward. So thank you again. Bye now. Introducing the life-changing Foot Bar Walker. I'm Peggy from Danville, Kentucky, and I'm 91 years old. The Foot Bar Walker revolutionized my care of George. The saving that I made from having to put him in a nursing home came to about $192,000. The Foot Bar Walker opens and closes just like a standard walker. The only thing that is different is the top bar and the foot bar. Does that ever make a difference? Does someone you love use a walker? Do they struggle to get up from a seated position? Are you a caregiver dealing with physical pain and stress as you help your patient? The Foot Bar Walker was designed to assist not only the patient, but also the caregiver. Patients have more control standing up, and no lifting from the caregiver is required. See how it works at thefootbarwalker.com. That's thefootbarwalker.com. Peggy, would you recommend the Foot Bar Walker? Do I ever? I would not be in the health that I'm in today at this age had it not been for the the foot bar walker. I just love that foot bar walker. I got to tell you, it's just an incredible, incredible tool to increase um, in dignity and independence and to reduce uh, doing damage to either the person you're caring for or yourself. Um, keep in mind, you can go to our main website, alzheimerspeaks.com for more information or visit us anytime and make a comment at Alzheimer's Radio. And again, check out Dementia Map at DementiaMap.com. Bye, everyone. We'll talk soon. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.